Hi guys, hope everyone is feeling awesome. Welcome back to another episode of Talks from Your Virtual Sister Circle. My name is Christian. I am a spiritual mentor. And yes, let's go ahead and get into today's episode. I hope everyone is feeling absolutely amazing. Let's get into the tea today. So today we are going to be talking about the dangers and the issues that come with being powerful and lazy, being powerful, being creative, but not being willing to read the fine print or do the work necessary to step into the spaces that you want to step into. So let's just get started and get into it. So let's go ahead and get into it. I basically had the idea or this concept popped into my head while I was in a session um, of a camp or a workshop that I do. Like I said, I'm a spiritual mentor, so sometimes I do workshops or camps or different programs and things like that. And we were in a session and we were just talking about the importance of intention and making sure that, you know, you understand that with great power comes great responsibility. Um, And in the sense of what I do, you know, like, let's say just me, for example I'm psychic so if I sit down to read some tarot cards or if I sit down to decipher a download or a dream or whatever the case may be whatever I am trying to do whatever I want to use my gifts to figure out um, I have to be careful with how I use those gifts I have to be careful with how I protect my energy how I cleanse my energy how I cleanse my space and how I cleanse myself before I step into those spaces because if you don't you can get into a space where you do not know what you're doing you know what I'm saying and I think we've collectively seen a lot of people who have tried to um, use tarot cards for different stuff and got introduced to all kind of dark spirits or people who tried to um, do certain kind of ritual work or certain kind of love spells and make people fall in love with them and ended up in a space that they did not need to be in. So I feel like it's important to remember that with the work I do, intention is everything and someone could use a tarot card to lift themselves up and heal themselves and someone could use a tarot card to literally bring about the apocalypse and conjure up some demons. You know what I'm saying? Like, real shit it's all about the intention just like we have you know people in the church that do communion where they you know drink and partake of the blood and body of you know Jesus Christ obviously we know it's a cracker and a little bit of grape juice but that's the symbolism behind it and there are also other spaces where people do other types of sacrifices and have other kinds of offering and do other kind of ritual work that is very similar to what we do to bring good and healing there are definitely some spaces where other people you know, or even, you know, some people listening here, you use whatever you want to do what you want with it. I don't ever judge anybody for how they practice and who they practice with or what they do. That's their business. You know what I'm saying? I mind mine. I expect everybody to do the same. Um, but I said all that to say in certain spaces, when you have certain gifts or certain abilities or just certain, you know, creative abilities, it isn't even always about psychic abilities. If you're someone that is very, very creative and you are trying to be a content creator or, um, you know, someone that's trying to build a business and you do that without thinking of the business aspect, you do that without making sure that you're mentally sound enough to handle harsh criticism online. You know, you do that to make sure that you budget enough money dealing with the hard stuff, dealing with the work and not taking the shortcut to satisfaction. You know, making sure that you aren't taking that shortcut. And I think that's a problem a lot of people experience being powerful or having a lot of power and being lazy, not wanting to do the work, not wanting to take, you know, the 30 minutes that it might take you to prepare to do something or the months and years that it takes to build a successful business or put something in production the right way. You might not want to do that. You know, you might want to just get to the end real quick. Like we've seen this, you know, in influencers, Jada, um, and I'm not sure. Well, 
if you're here, then you have to know who Jada is, okay? Jada Chivas, um, Jada Wada, you know what I'm saying, is a very, very popular influencer. She has a clothing line, um, her merchandise line that is very, very popular. It takes months to get something like that to a space where you're able to make a million dollars or even years in production, you know, and I think we've also seen in spaces, I've mentioned, you know, Parmoon and, you know, a few Parmoon, you know, uh, scandals that we've seen about things not being handled properly, even the pink sauce, you know, we, I think that's, that was something that I talked about in my first episodes here even the pink sauce lady. A lot of times we see people who have influence, but might not necessarily want to do the work and the paperwork and the technical stuff and the chemical stuff. And, you know, they might not want to do all the work. They might not want to go overseas and check out the vendors before buying and, you know, selling something to their customer. They might not want to try it out on their own skin before they sell it to the masses, you know? So there definitely is something to be said for people who have a lot of influence, a lot of power, but are too lazy to do the background work or just don't even have it in their mind to do the background work it's also a difference of focus as well what is your focus is your focus bringing the best product the best content to your audience or is the focus making you a millionaire or a billionaire so let's get into it I feel like intention obviously is something to be mindful of. Even when you're thinking about who you want to work with or listen to or support, you know, I always tell anybody who has, you know, booked a session with me um, that you have to be mindful of who you book sessions with. You have to be mindful of what therapist you see. You have to be mindful of, you know, what doctor you go to, of who you follow and who you believe in and who you work with. You know what I'm saying? Like there was um, a while back where um, someone on social media, uh, B. Simone basically was trying to make a million dollars I think before she made 30 and she did this whole journey of her manifesting you know this million dollars and working with God to get this million dollars and then she came up with an ebook or a manifestation workbook that you could purchase um, that basically told all of her manifestation secrets came to find out that she literally just paid a couple of bimbos to do it and they literally plagiarized the whole fucking thing and took it off from somebody else Now, this pissed me off for a number of reasons. And I literally stopped looking at B. Simone and following her and all of that after that. Because you have to take responsibility and creative accountability for everything that you do. And I'm not talking about the responsibility where you make a mistake as big as this and then just be like, oh, my bad, y'all. I'm sorry. That's not I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about responsibility to not do it in the first place. You know, I feel like a lot of times people are able to. Well, not even a lot of times people are able to people cannot hide who they really are. They can't. They can't hide who they really are. They can't hide their true intention. They cannot hide their true purpose. It's going to come out whether they want it to or not, whether they make the Instagram videos or they make the posts or they do the content, whatever their true intention is, is going to come out 110%. And I definitely feel if you're in a space where you are monetizing your healing journey, there's a very thin line between I'm going to use this healing to make money because I need to make money. I need to get rich. And I know that a lot of people are into this and I want to get money or I'm going to bring my healing to the masses. I need to eat in order to do that. I have to be able to take care of myself and pay for a place to stay. So I'm going to charge people 
But me charging people is a byproduct of me doing the work I need to do. I can't do it for free. That just doesn't make sense. Therapists don't work for free. Doctors don't work for free. You can't get your back cracked for free. You know, you can't let nobody crack your neck for free. That's just not going to happen. You know, whatever you're doing in any space, if you're healing with someone, if you're working with them, you know, the pastors get paid. People get paid that who um, run ministries and who heal people. Even people that do podcasts where they're talking about self-help and, you know, getting better and doing better are getting money from it. People who write books about self-help are getting paid. So if you have a service and you're bringing the service to the masses, you absolutely should get paid for that if you want that to be your job, absolutely. But should you be, you know, selling a book that you did not write that's talking about how to be the person that you have become and you did not write the book? No, you should not, you know what I'm saying? And not to go too far in on B. Simone and her specific situation, but just in general, you know, I also am harder, I'm harder on um, on black women because I really don't expect other people to have much integrity, to, to be honest, when it comes to business. You know, I think everybody, is very doggy dog when it comes to business especially power you know I cannot expect anybody to have um certain type of morals or integrity when it comes to money because I know what money does to people we all know what money and power do to people but I know that for a flat a fact black people know that our real problems are not solved by money black billionaires are not going to solve our real problems like the problems that black people are systematically facing in america and around the world black and brown people we need political change we need changes of social class we need changes of the education system we need changes in the prison system you being a millionaire is not changing that period. It's just not, you know, and I've never, and maybe I have had a goal to be a millionaire once upon a time, but I don't even care. You know, if I get a check for a hundred thousand dollars today, I'm never working again. And maybe that's silly, but I can live off of a hundred grand. Like I'm very good at investing. I can put together something very, very nice, honey. I will flip a hundred grand into easily 350, maybe even half a mil. I'll be fine with that. You know, I'm not pressed to be a millionaire or make as much money as I possibly can make because I've had a six figure year. And whether you make a six figure year or, you know, you make a year where you make 60 or 70,000 or you have a year where you make 20,000, well, you're really not making that much at all because I've also had a year where I didn't know how I was paying any of my bills, you know? So I feel like because I've been on the spectrum of making a fairly, you know, decent amount of money as a young person, remember I'm young, I do not have any kids. So whatever money I get in my pocket, if I make a hundred thousand dollars, that's mine. You know, that's different between, um, it's a difference between that and, you know, you have kids, you got family, you got to take care of. I don't take care of any family. I literally just take care of myself. Everyone in my family is well taken care of. They're all, they all need to take care of me, to be honest. So when you're in a space where you are making money for doing work that, you know, put you on a platform where people are listening to your voice and they're taking what you say as law. Um, it can, you know, twist people. And, you know, that's how we have cult leaders and people that really will say and do anything to make a dollar. But that's why you have to be mindful of who you support, because that is energy that you are going to be transmitting to the people that you are sharing with, regardless if that's your intention or not. You're going to be transmitting whatever greedy energy that you have. You are transmitting that 110 percent. And I'm also not really completely one to play devil's advocate. You know, I am empathic, so I can understand anyone's point of view and see why anyone feels the way that they do. But that does not mean that they need an advocate. You know, like their actions advocate for themselves. They've already told you how they feel and what they think and all of that. And I think that's fine. I just think it's important for you to lead with your truth, because if you do not lead with your truth, then you have people who are following you based on things that are not real, you know, based on concepts that are not real 
thought processes that are not real, mindsets that are not real. And I feel like we have all been in a situation or a predicament where we have wanted to grow like someone or learn like someone or be like someone or emulate them in any way, shape or form, whether we've really wanted to. And that's been our dead ass intention. Like we've looked at someone and said, I want to be like them. Or, you know, we've been inspired by someone's aesthetic or we've been inspired by someone's business model. Or we've, you know, looked at someone who was an um, a motivational speaker or an inspiration to us. And we picked up a couple of gems that we use to motivate us. We are all looking at someone and when you are the person that's being looked at you have to take a different type of responsibility because whatever you are saying whatever you are preaching people are going to be using that in their everyday lives and if you are putting like I said nasty greedy grubby energy behind what you're doing the people who are watching you are going to in turn do the same thing to everybody else around them you know just like well I don't think I talked on here um, about coach stormy and the low vibrational plates and maybe I did or maybe I didn't I can't remember I forget what I say on YouTube and what I say on here but um, Coach Stormy is a motivational speaker, basically uh, a financial coach, if you will, a boss coach on Instagram. And maybe about a month ago now, um, or maybe about maybe about three weeks ago, there was um, a little bit of a scandal, a little bit of tea where everybody was at the barbecue and she was saying that somebody's plate was low vibrational while she herself had a plate that was a very reminiscent of their plate. So. Of course, people were saying, how you saying your plate is low vibrational and your plate look just like hers. You got fish on your plate. You got dead things on your plate. Both of y'all plates low vibrational. There's no such thing as no vibrational eating. You should eat whatever you want. This is the problem with America. People had a lot to say about it. And I'm glad because I want people to not just take everything that they see online as fact, because there would have been a time where somebody could say, hey, this is low vibrational and everybody would be like, absolutely it is. But I feel like we're at the point in our collective consciousness where people are in their hierophant phase you know when the hierophant is a tarot card a major arcana tarot card and the hierophant is all about making your own spiritual beliefs making your own spiritual compass and knowing what you know for yourself it's about defining who God is to you defining what God wants you to do defining what God wants you to teach so when someone tells you, oh, you're low vibrational, oh, you're not doing this right, oh, you're not in the right space, you don't believe it and you don't take it as law because you know who you are, because God has told you who you are, period. But everybody is not in that space now. There are a lot of people who are in that space. A lot of people have been on their healing journey for a while and they've been on their healing journey so long that now they know what works for them and what doesn't. They're just not buying crystals because they see crystals. They're buying it if they know what's going to work for them. They're not just pressed to get a reading because they see everybody doing it. They're going to do it because they feel led you know it's just about being on the journey with intention not just doing yoga and eating vegan and you know going to the sacred grounds not just doing all of that because you feel like that's what everybody is doing and that's what the girls are doing to be healed doing it because it works for you doing it because you feel better after yoga because you feel better after that spiritual bath because you feel better after connecting with your ancestors and you seeing them in your dreams and you seeing them do things and move things for you in your real life you know like no doing the work because you really know it's true so I feel like there's definitely also a great divide on social media, which I love because I do not want everybody to have this herd sheep mentality because that is literally what our country runs off of. Um, and that's still going to be everywhere. But I love that people are just being more open to speaking out. So everybody was talking about this low vibrational stuff like, uh, uh, you tripping. But there are a lot of people that will see that and be like, oh, OK, you know, this is how I want to be in my friend group or this is maybe how I want to parent my young children because I'm looking at this. This person seems rich and wealthy. This is what I need to do. So I need to become this person. And then I need to, you know, tell everybody else what's wrong with them because that's what successful people do. 
You know, I would say if there's 100 people, 100 people on social media, you know, 35 or 40 of them. And I'm probably being lenient because I feel like I have way more hope for the human race than the hope really is. It might be about 60 percent of them people that's just doing what everybody thinks is acceptable. Maybe even 100 percent of people on social media are posting and doing stuff that everybody is going to like. But about half of those people, if not more than half, are really carrying those things into their personal lives. Because I also feel, you know, people talk all the time about social media. Oh, I don't want to go on no cheap date. Oh, I'm not going to let nobody do me this. Oh, I'm not going to let no man do this for me. If a man don't make this, I don't want them. If they don't make this, I don't want them. Blah, 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 blah. You know, people say whatever on social media. And then they know if you meet a man that loves you and gives you whatever you want, you know what I'm saying, and treats you well. And you've said your entire life, I never want a man with kids. If he had a kid, you might not care about that baby. If you're getting everything else, you know, let's be real about it. Like, and that's not to say that's what everybody feels. That's not what everybody feels. There is another percentage of people who really live like that because that's how they live. But a lot of people are just going off what they see on social media. Some people are putting that into their everyday lives and it is not working for them. It does not align with their needs, with their wants, with their desires, with their path. But they're doing it and they're going to implement it into their everyday routine because they see everybody doing it. So, of course, the viewers have to take a responsibility. But it's not about the viewer. It's going to be on you. It's going to be on you as the creator and on you as a person that's putting that out there to answer for who ever fall short because they were following you in the first place. And that is the entire point of creative accountability. Understanding that whatever you put into the universe, you are responsible for that. You know, and I am a church baby, you know, I'm a double PK, both my parent my parents are ministers and you know there are a lot of people who are in a place of being a minister, being a pastor, being a reverend over a church, and they are teaching them all kind of crazy things. And these people could be giving all their money to the church and, you know, judging their children and kicking their kids out the house because they gay, thinking they following a church. And, you know, I think we've, well, I haven't seen this documentary in full, but there was a documentary um, about a woman who basically built a church um, and she was having, you know, people in the church abuse their kids because of what she was teaching them. And she ended up having to legally answer for that. Now she dead now but um, I think that um, I'm pretty sure that she had to go to court and everything but now that's legal stuff but spiritually you are going to have to answer that even if you don't answer physically on this earthly plane like a lot of people don't you are going to have to answer for anyone whose energy is being affected because they have trusted you because you have made yourself out to be someone that looks like they can be trusted because you are not letting people know the real if you want people to follow you because you're only focused on money then let that be what you lead with don't lead with you're gonna heal them and uplift them and bring them to God and you know for a fact you're gonna charge them five thousand dollars to teach them how to pray you shouldn't be doing that then because that's not what your real goal is and that's not what your real focus is and I'm not saying everybody that's charging a whole bunch of money for stuff is scamming because maybe there are people who really feel you know God has really told them that and that's fine that's fine like everybody who's you know looking like the shit isn't bullshit you know everybody who is you know um, a fitness influencer with the tummy tea isn't really lying about it I'm pretty sure there's people that really are taking that shit and it's working you know everybody that is in the space isn't full of shit but there are people that are and they are going to absolutely have to answer to that and you will not have to you do not want to answer for something that you did not do on purpose when do you want to answer for something or take accountability for it if you didn't do it on purpose Never. If you end up offending a friend, how many people don't want to apologize if they're like, oh, that wasn't my intention. That's what people say when you offend, when they offend you or when they hurt your feelings or when they disrespect you. Oh, but that wasn't my intention. That wasn't my intention. That wasn't my intention. That can be used. But an apology still needs to follow right after that. You know what I'm saying? So 
taking accountability out the gate and thinking in your mind before you pay a team of white women or whoever. I'm literally thinking it's a team of white women that was plagiarizing for B. Simone. Like, that's, that's what I'm picturing. I'm picturing the white women doing the dirty work. And maybe, I think I think it was. I think it was. And we don't say that it was just for this case. And if they wasn't and they wasn't white women, then whoever I got in my mind that I'm thinking about, then I apologize to you. Sorry to that man or whoever that was. But, you know, if you have it in your brain that that is what you want to do, why are you even comfortable with that thought? Like, I am working to write books and to put the content together. I've made and sold ebooks. I'm doing classes. You, it's a lot of work. You have to do the storyline yourself. You have to do the lesson plan yourself. You have to do everything on your own, organize everything on your own, get materials for your students on your own. It's definitely a lot of work, but I like doing the work. I want to heal you. I don't want to pay somebody else to do it. I want to do it myself. I like doing it. I enjoy doing it, you know, and there's a difference between being like, yes, I like this, but I'm too busy. Then don't do it then. Hold off until you have time to do it. Hold off and don't be lazy. If you are in a space or if you are following someone in a space or whatever the case may be, you know, if you are in a space where you have a platform and you have people that you know are taking your word as law and they are following you and they are trusting you, you know, it is on you to be authentic to them and be real to them. Like it is not okay to sell people dreams and lies when they are giving you real money and real support and really investing in you for real, you know, because everybody else is, you know, living in the fantasy land but you're the only one that's authentically experiencing what's going on every day and a lot of times people in that space are so detached you can't even really feel or experience what's going on and that's what makes it even worse when you're able to literally just do whatever because you aren't even having the thought of oh wait let me think about what my audience might need oh wait let me think about if this is going to be good um, for consumers before I just put this out and sell this across the board let me not think about my own selfish needs but everybody is very selfish you know I think that's something that we've also realized but like I said that's why it's important to make sure you know who you shop with and who you work with um, and that you don't just look and work with everybody and just support everybody um, because everybody has their own personal belief system and that is separate from what they are telling you Okay, please believe that even I am, you know, someone totally different when I'm in my YouTube videos and I'm giving you all the tea, you know what I'm saying? And we're getting into it and we're bringing pageant queen pics into life, honey. That is definitely a version of me. And I appreciate that version of me. That is an amazing version of me. But I have a lot of different parts of me. I'm very multifaceted. And I do feel like everything I teach absolutely aligns with everything that I believe in. But I don't know any other way to do it. I don't. I also have lived very, very long being someone else. You know, I've experienced being the person that I felt like my friends wanted me to be, being the person that I felt like my partner wanted me to be, trying to be the person that my parents and my family wanted me to be. I have never been happy trying to be who anybody else wanted, even if they were ecstatic about the person that I was pretending to be. Even if they loved the costume, I was not okay with it. You know, you do it to please others and others are pleased and you still aren't happy. It still isn't enough. So I am myself unapologetically in all spaces every version of me is me it is authentically me I just got a lot going on over here you know what I'm saying but I would absolutely never preach about integrity and morals and values and manifesting in God and vibrations and energy I do not see how people sleep at night honey preaching about that all day and then doing things that are shady doing things that are questionable it's like let's get into it what are your morals what are your values who the fuck are you 
Who are you outside of social media and Instagram and shit? Who are you? Do you ever meditate besides when you record it for social media? Do you ever hit the gym besides when you're doing it for a vlog? Like, do you ever read besides when you have to do it for work? And if that's the case, are you putting yourself off as someone who is a fitness guru when you only go to the gym for content? You know, are you putting yourself off as someone, you know, who does all of this work and all of these great things for nothing? And if it's a joke, then let it be a joke. Use a fake name. Use a fake name. Let it be a joke. Let it be a kiki. Have a real personal page. Because all of the faking is going to eventually affect you. I know I said that they don't care and maybe they don't, but it is eventually going to affect them because I was never comfortable not being myself ever. You know, I also got a lot more transparent with my YouTube content, you know, and just wanted to share more of who I really was and more of what I was really feeling because that's important as well. And I feel like people don't understand how many people can resonate with them. There are so many people, you know, that want to share content with the world, but want to do it in their way. But everybody is online acting perfect everybody is in the office acting perfect you know people are acting like they had an idea they got an investor they saved their money they put it together it's sold out I'm gonna sell out again and that's just that you know people very rarely show you the ups and the downs and people don't want to show you the downs they just want to flash and be mad at everybody for exposing them and be mad at everybody for you know getting their business page deleted or getting them reported for fraud it's like no bitch you are fraud and you've been a fraud and you didn't have to be that's the thing. You don't have to be fake. You can be authentic and fucked up. They got people that listen to people all day that say all kind of terrible things. Every time Joe Button get on his podcast, he let doo-doo fly right out of his mouth and into the fucking mic. So, I mean, please, like, you really can be whoever you are. Today is not the day to feel like you have to be socially acceptable or even grammatically correct to have people fuck with you and support you and love you and dedicate their time, their money, their energy, their physical space to you. That's not the case anymore. You can be who you are and do what you want to do. And you want to do that because they got people in the real world who are really assholes. There are people in the real world who really are greedy. There are people in the real world who are literally money hungry and will do anything for a dollar. So if that's who you are, then just be that and love yourself and find grace in what you are doing. Because I'm sure no matter what you're doing, as long as you are being who you authentically are, you might find a way to contribute to society or make people happy or donate some money or do some charity, you know what I'm saying? But if you are faking it from the get-go, you'll never really, really be able to authentically give yourself to anything. Because when you meet people, they'll meet you based on a fake persona. Like when you date people, they'll come into your life thinking that it's all this and this because that's what you put online. And it's bigger than online. You put it online and you also walk in that energy every day of your life. Like I said, everybody is faking online. Most people are faking online. There's even a smaller portion of those people that do that stuff in real life, in the real world. So I feel like, you know, it's definitely important as a consumer and as a creator. As a consumer, it's important to know who you're looking at, because just like I'm a creator, I'm a consumer as well. You know, I'm watching people on YouTube. I'm listening to music. You know what I'm saying? I have people that I go to when I need a reading or when I need some clarity. So everyone is a consumer and everyone is a creator. Even if you aren't creating content, if you have children, then you are a creator. You are creating an example every day for those children. If you have friends, if you have a partner, if you have people that you work with, if you have animals living in your house with you, if you have any living and breathing thing around you, you are an example to that living and breathing thing, whether you want to be or not. 
and understanding that and seeing that as a gift rather than a curse, I feel like makes all the difference. Because if you see it as a gift that you can share your authentic self and empower others to be their authentic selves, it becomes priceless. It becomes something that you cannot put a price tag on. It becomes something that you cannot stop the growth of authenticity. It'll never get old. People never get tired of real. Real will always be in style, baby. Okay? Real will always be in style. It don't matter how many people fake it till they make it. Real will always be in style and real will always shine through. And if you are able to cultivate integrity or just figure out where it came from, you know, if you are feeling like, you're in a space where you're doing things that you don't want or you are in a space where you feel like you're pleasing people figure out where that comes from do you feel like it's easier to put on a mask I definitely feel like most people do but it's really easier to just be yourself because you don't have to think twice about being you you don't have to think days and days and days about saying the right things and making a script for every YouTube video and putting everything to a T like you don't have to worry about that when you are authentically you life is easier you don't have to worry about juggling all these different parts of you and worried about if this part is going to get in touch with this part and mess up this part and mess up this part. You don't have to worry about all that. You get to be you authentically all the time in the real world. And that is absolutely priceless. So I feel like real will be coming back soon. Well, let me not, let me soon is relative by soon. I don't mean in the next five years, maybe in the next 10 maybe in the next 10 I feel like real is gonna come back when people get to the root of why they've gotten the veneers and the fillers and the BBL and why they've opened up the business and why they bought the house that they couldn't afford and why they driving in a car that they can't afford and why they got married and why they had those kids and it's a lot of people that do a lot of things that they don't want to do solely because they think it'll make their lives easier or make them happy it's a lot of people that have had kids because they thought that it would have made their relationship better and made their relationship worse. So now they're a single mom. You don't think they resent that baby? Think again. Think again. And it doesn't even matter if you want to or not. You're human. That's what people need to realize. You're human. Some things you cannot control. Your brain is going to respond certain ways to certain things. And it doesn't matter who is the source of it or what the source is. Period. A lot of people are in homes that they cannot afford. A lot of people are friends with people that they really do not like. A lot of people know a lot of things that their friends have done, know a lot of things that their friends have said about them, and they won't speak up about it because they think it makes their life easier. You know, a lot of people are getting degrees that they feel like, I've come this far, I might as well just finish. And when they finish, they might not even have enough, you know, joy and peace and energy left to cultivate a healthy mental environment again. You know, we sacrifice parts of ourselves for this um this temporary or this quick satisfaction and I think it's a lot of times because people come to the end of the rope or they feel like hey I'm gonna try it and whatever works I'm gonna stick with it and sometimes things work it might not be necessarily you know what you really need in the long run but hey it's a temporary thing and the path to true happiness is slow the path to being who you are is slow I probably realized Maybe, I don't know when I realized, I think maybe in, hmm, I think it maybe was maybe when I was maybe 24 or 25 that I realized that I changed myself to suit other people's needs. And I have been doing this since I was literally born. And I mean, I think I've always, you know, kind of thought about it to a certain degree, but having the words to articulate, this is what I've been doing and this is why I've been doing it. Easily, not until I was 24 or 25. I have just made 27. 
So I've spent a long time figuring out who I am, why I was uncomfortable being who I am, and what does that mean? Because now I'm a different person than I was six months ago. I'm a different person than I was a year ago. So when you are being authentically yourself, you also have to understand you will always change and you will always grow. And there will be new parts of yourself that you don't like. But guess what? Creative accountability. I have to take accountability for who I am and who I create myself to be. And if I want to carry on, you know, certain traits or certain moods or certain energies, I have to understand how it's going to affect me now and later down the line. And hey, it's easier to just fake it than do all the shit I just said. I know that. I know that. And trust me, I affected in plenty of relationships. It's easier on the other person. It's not easier on you. It's easier on them. It's not easy on you. I'm sure we all know, um, blame it on Quay um, um, and TT on um, Instagram. And TT talked about, you know, Quay talked about having 2 million followers and being broke. You know how many people laughed at that content every day and thought it was funny, thought it was silly, it brightened their day and made them feel better? But you sitting at home broke. You got too many people laughing at you and you are poor. You're living in poverty. You don't know how you're going to pay your bills. It never matters how everybody else is feeling and if everybody else is in support of what you're doing. Because if you don't have it at the end of the day, you are going to be the one suffering. And eventually you won't be able to perform anymore. And that's the bottom line. Eventually you will be too tired and too sad to perform because you've been performing your whole life. And eventually you might fucking snap. Who knows what's going to happen? That's why you have to catch it early and try to just, you know, figure out how you can authentically be you. And like I said, I don't think everybody is putting off a social media. I don't think everybody is. I think a lot of people are. Most people probably are. And some of them people are doing it in their real lives, okay, which is scary. It's scary to have a double life. It's even scarier to forget which one is which. Real tea. So, yes, I hope this encourages you guys to just be mindful of who you listen to, who you follow, who you support, um, and whose energy that you intake. And maybe even, you know, just, just get a different perspective so you can look a little bit differently at people who make different decisions and carry their business out a different way and carry their lives out a different way because it all is very representative of something that they are dealing with. You know, we are all human, we're all in this human experience, and we are all fighting to be more authentically ourselves, but still have life be easy. And that is a very hard, thing to maneuver because it cannot we can't have both it can't be easy and authentic you know it's going to be difficult and rough but I mean the high highs are definitely going to be there but again when you're in that journey you're on that journey it's going to be low lows as well so of course there's good and bad and everything but it only matters how you feel at the end of the night and that you are able to sleep with yourself at the end of the night and know that you are who you are because I guarantee you the people that just being who they are, being authentically not giving a fuck, they might have everybody else mad at them. But guess what they are? Happy. And that's what I want to be. I don't care if everybody else hates the message. As long as I like it, that's all that matters. <laughs> so I hope you guys are encouraged to feel the same. Um, and yes, let me know how you guys feel about this. Head over to the Instagram at your virtual sister circle. Comment under the post of this podcast episode. Let me know how you guys feel about it. Um, but of course... I love y'all. I support y'all as always. Um, it's always awesome talking to you guys. And I appreciate the support that I've gotten on the podcast. We have over 3,000 views on the podcast altogether, over 3,000 listens. And that is insane to me um, because this is something that I don't even have, you know, 20 episodes up. So I love you guys. I thank you guys. I support y'all. Share to your friend. Let everybody know what's going on over here. And I will see you guys next time. Yes. Love y'all. Appreciate y'all. Have a great one. Bye, guys. Bless.